Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. I become his foot. Kuntu Qadama. A mudhakara by Sheikh Muhammad Fawzi al Karkari from the Friday gathering of April 24th, 2015. You should know, may God aid you with his assistance, that with respect to the everlasting presence, the special light that is deposited in the foot at the station of sainthood as described in the well-known holy tradition or hadith qudsi is the light of stability and fixity god bestows this light upon the one who truly realizes divine assistance for and through god god says o you who believe if you assist god he will assist you and make firm your feet surah muhammad so making the feet firm comes after divine assistance which is why the foot is mentioned among the last stations of being because it is a sign of the light's full flow throughout the entire body god makes the feet firm only after assisting a person in overcoming their lower self for a wise reason for prior to god's assistance in overcoming a trial a sickness or a tribulation many turn to god outwardly and seem to cling to the door of the lord but few remain firm in their victory after the blessing for during times of ease financial comfort and health the lower self forgets the blessing and tends to disobey god none remain firm in obedience and in beautiful deeds after receiving god's gifts except those who are true to that which they pledged unto god as per the verse in surah al-anfal thus you find that the disciple before his spiritual opening and before the retreat the khalwa exerts a lot of effort and is very active but after his spiritual opening and after coming out of the retreat his effort is transformed into laziness his activity into weakness this is because he halts at the gift and forgets the giver which is a great fracture in the lower self the foot is therefore specific to you dear disciple so will you have a firm footing or will you slip god says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu in tansurullaha yansurkum wa yuthabbit aqdamakum o you who believe if you assist god he will assist you and make firm your feet this is both a threat and a motivation for the people of admonition and the people of reminder who call upon their lord those who seek to assist god's religion and to guide god's servants to love and obey god so ask yourself do you truly call unto god or does your envy prevent you from loving good for others abu darda said if you wanted i could swear to you that the most beloved servants unto god are those who love god and make god's creatures love god and if you wanted i could swear to you that the that the most beloved servants of god are those who walk upon the earth offering good counsel ibn al-jarrah kitab al-zuhd the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said people are god's dependents iyalullah the most beloved unto him unto god are those who benefit his dependents the most
Musnad al-Mawsili. The greatest benefit is to guide to God because it is the cause of everlasting felicity. Now what it means for the servant to, quote, assist God is for him to struggle against his own lower self, his caprice, his hawa, and his devil, because they are God's enemies. When he is sincere in that, God gives him strength and helps him against them by repelling their evil from him and placing him upon the straight path of obedience to God. And God rewards the servant by unveiling his beauty so that the servant may stand firm at the station of servanthood. The Sheikh brings all this goodness together for you because when he gives you the light and asks you to assist him over the darkness which is within you, he wants you to assist God against the idol of your own ego. This is why sometimes he manifests the light for you and sometimes he hides it from you in order to wake you up so that you may remain on the straight path and become alert. So listen actively to everything that your spiritual guide tells you so that your light will not be extinguished entirely. We seek refuge in God from being deprived after having been given. A sound heart is either a star or a moon. Therefore, in order for your feet to stand firm, you must first struggle at the level of the eyes, the ears, and the hands, so that you may arrive at the specific quality of I become the foot by which he walks, because light moves from your heart to your limbs until it arrives at your foot. The light of the foot is connected to the light of the heart, and the light of the heart to the light of the spirit, and the light of the spirit to the light of the secret, Nurusir. It is thus that assistance upon God's path discloses itself to you in the physical realm. So observe your foot. Where does it take you? And what type of companion is it? For inviting others to the path requires sure-footedness, which is constancy until the day of resurrection. When a Samiri, or the Samaritan, who was part of the community of Moses, alayhi salatu salam, decided to use the gold of the community of Moses to construct a false idol, the golden calf, he did so by taking a handful of dust from the footsteps of the hoofprint of the horse of the archangel Gabriel. God says in Surah Taha, after Moses returns to his community distraught by the news that they had started to worship the golden calf, Moses addresses a Samiri, the Samaritan, and says, What was your purpose, O Samaritan? He said, I thought I saw that which they saw not, so I took a handful of dust from the footsteps of the messenger and I cast it. Thus did my soul prompt me. This means that the foot leaves a trace, and the trace has power and energy. Consider the hoofprint of the horse of the Archangel Gabriel, السلام, how it instilled life into inanimate things. The Samaritan was able to create a golden calf that lowed, 
How, therefore, would you not be revived by kissing the footsteps of the knowers of God or by kissing their feet with your heart? In fact, all those who surrender to them and kiss their feet are revived in spirit. Their lights radiate and they attain realized knowledge of God, for surrendering to the saints is surrendering to God. And the door of pre-eternity of Qidam is at their Qadam, it's at their feet. So prostrate before them and the doors will open to you. Moreover, since the foot's firmness becomes manifest by inviting others to the path, the Prophet ﷺ said, Convey on my behalf, even it be, even if it be a single verse, walaw ayah, Sahih Bukhari. Here he is specifically addressing those whose hearts are radiant with light. In contrast, darkness only guides unto darkness. So convey the message once you become a niche of light. You should know, moreover, that the principle of jama and farq, union and separation proximity and distance, governs each particle in existence. Therefore, the foot of the child of Adam follows this pattern as well. For it is union from one respect and a separation from another. It is a union because it brings together within its fold everything that the human being contains. And it is a separation in the sense that it is a part of the human body. There are correspondences between the different toes of the foot with the ears, the eyes, the head, the chest, and the heart. There are also correspondences between the soles of the foot on the one hand and the stomach and the kidney on the other, or between the intestines and the heels. Moreover, with regard to the inner ailments of the spirit which beset the human being, including evil eye, magic spells, or waswasa, obsessive whispering, they too are centered in their places at specific points on the foot. As such, you can identify the type of ailments by just studying those points on the foot. For instance, if the human being is suffering from an ailment of the spirit, and you grasp his big toe while reciting the Noble Qur'an, and he begins to cry out, then you should know that this demonic counterpart or this qareen is affecting him at the level of the head. In this manner you can grasp any part of the foot while reading God's word and if he cries out you know that he is afflicted as we have shown in our illustrations in the book Sufism Revived. Moreover, in treating these ailments, the cure must be of the same type as the ailment meaning that if the magic uses water, then the healing through the recitation of the Qur'an must be done over water, with which he can then wash himself and drink. If the magic is of the earth, that is, if it is buried under the earth, the treatment is to dig it up and nullify it, and so on. Now the evil eye, the touch, al-mas, and magic are all real, and it is not permissible to deny this. Bukhari and Muslim narrate that Aisha, the mother of believers, told of how God's messenger وسلم, was affected by a spell and began to imagine that he had done things which in fact he had not done. She said, One day when he وسلم, was with me, he invoked God for a long time and then said, 
Oh, Aisha, do you know that God has instructed me regarding the matter I asked him about? Two men came to me, and one of them sat by my head, the other by my feet. One said to the other, What is this man's ailment? The other replied, He is under the effect of magic. The first one asked, Who has worked magic on him? The other replied, Labid ibn Asam. The first asked, By what means? The other replied, with a comb and hair stuck to it, and the spath of a spadix of a male date palm. These being greenish-brown flower stalks on the date palm. The first asked, Where is it? The other replied, In the well of Darwan. Then the Prophet ﷺ went along with some of his companions to that well. Then he returned to me and said, By God, the water of that well was red like the infusion of henna leaves, and its date palms were like the heads of devils. I asked, O Messenger of God, did you take it out? He replied, No, for God has healed me, and I was afraid that by showing it to the people I would spread evil among them. Then he ordered that the well be filled with earth, and it was. Sahih Bukhari and Muslim. In summary, when the light flows to the foot, it obliterates all darkness, and through it the servant acquires firmness and stability. In order for you to know the elevated status of the foot, ponder how God placed it as a sign that stands to our day in the Kaaba, where the station of Abraham is located. Ibrahim. The trace of his noble foot is still etched there. Ibn Abbas anhu narrates that when Ibrahim السلام, was building the house, Ismail Ishmael handed him the rocks. Then when the Kaaba grew taller, he had to stand on a rock and his foot left a print on it. That is the station of Ibrahim The remaining noble footprint of the Prophet is a sign of the luminous force of Abraham's foot. So if we say that the foot brings together the entirety of the possessor of that foot, then this means that Ibrahim exists therein. According to Jabir anhu, when the Prophet finished his circumambulation of the Kaaba, he prayed two cycles of prayer at the station of Ibrahim. Then he recited, Take the station of Abraham as a place of prayer. And we made a covenant with Abraham and Ishmael. Purify my house for those who circumambulate it, those who make retreat, and those who bow and prostrate. Surah Al-Baqarah the station is taken by the knowers of God as a qibla for their hearts, who purified it from all that is other than God. Whoever attains it is safe from the obsessive whisperings of the devil. For the people of the elect, Ahlul Khususiyah, the inner station of Abraham is immersion in the very entity of direct witnessing such that the light takes charge over every particle of your body and you come to naught in it at the level of the foot. This is why the wayfarer does not stand upon a foot of light until he calls to God alone without partner. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alamina innaka hamidun majid.